You have a cat. I have a cat. Should I make an Instagram for her? Her name's Fish. She's yeah. A, she's a, she's a make character. Fish a, I should Instagram. make Fish an Instagram. I never have, but I always felt like I should make her a TikTok or an Instagram because she'd be doing some things. The TikToks, I made one of Milo. The TikToks that are like day in the life of a stay-at-home cat. Like, oh those God. are so fun. I love it. We should do one when we live together with both of our cats. That would be good. That would be fun. Yeah. Would yeah. you guys, would, would anyone watch that? Would anyone watch <laughs> Day in the Life of Our Cats? <laughs> they probably would, honestly. Like, I don't know. Random stuff comes up in my, what did I get, what TikTok did I get on the other day that I was like, how the heck am I here? Um, oh, it was like, it wasn't like crafts. It was like, um, doing something with clay and then there was watching a TV show at the same time. Have you ever seen those? Where yeah, it's like I get side those, by side. I get those all the time. And then I'll watch full movies with that. Yeah. 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 My, or Christian, my boyfriend, he, he just uh, introduced me to watching full movies on TikTok and uh, that has been interesting. Yeah. It's kind of bad though, like, uh, because it kind of shows how our like attention spans have changed because <laughs> listen you i can like not sit down and watch a full movie right now oh, but like i could sit down and watch 45 parts of a tiktok <laughs> it's just split up into the important parts and you're like yeah oh, I know. yeah you're I like this is now. perfect it's hitting all the right parts in my brain where i like won't get up i'm like yes just get to the point yeah have you seen any good movies on tiktok or in general on tiktok Probably. I can't remember the names of anyone. I don't remember what I watched on TikTok, but we watched this one that was, like, crazy. I don't remember what exactly it was, but it was just something to do with... Some crime was happening, and it was just... It was wild. But um, other than that, a good movie I've seen is The Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, I didn't need to watch that, yeah. Just be prepared to cry, because um. there is some animal uh, cruelty, unfortunately, in it. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it's a good movie otherwise. Do you know, um, you remember that movie, Milo and Otis? Yeah! I, yeah, well, save your enthusiasm. I just remembered, I, well, I just learned from somewhere that that movie is the reason why they have no animals were harmed in the making of this movie, because they killed, like, a bunch of cats and broke a cat's leg. Oh my god! Yeah. So, that kind of ruined my perspective of that movie. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, I just heard that <laughs> somewhere, and I was like, this kind of just ruins my life, but it's Was fine. the cat Milo or Otis? Or, I think a dog was Otis. Oh. Well, that feels wrong now. Yeah, I know. When I say it, it feels wrong. Oh. oh. Let's see real quick. We need to look. Now I'm curious. Um, Milo was the cat. Okay, Milo, you're not unique. Yeah. All right. He's yeah, I do know two Milos, but we love both the Milos. Yeah, I also know several different Milos. It's a good name. Yeah, good cat name. Well, welcome back to Powerful Perspectives with um, Savannah and Juliana. Yes, that's us. <laughs> I didn't know our names rhymed until just now. Oh my gosh, this was meant to be, guys. <laughs> Savannah and Juliana. Which, wow, <laughs> crazy. Which um, uh, meant to be a good way to go oh, into our oh, topic for today. Yeah. <laughs> of how we met. <laughs> yeah, we'll start with how we met and then get a little bit into our um, individual powerlifting histories. We kind of introduced it in the first episode, but kind of allow us the space to elaborate and 
I don't know how we met is always a uh, interesting funny story which i don't know if story. we should start with that or start with our, pers- our personal no no part. no i think i think we should start with how we met but you you go ahead because i think we okay. both have different <laughs> perspectives of this you can hear both perspectives yeah so <laughs> i was um a sophomore because i was a year above her in college and she is my coach let's just put that in there she she is she is a young queen over here anyway besides the point i was a sophomore and i at this point, was kind of falling into my hiatus, which I talked about a little bit on the first episode. I wasn't really lifting as much, but this was kind of right before that happened. So I, my one of my friends, one of my close friends from high school sent me a message from one of the UMich Facebook page, pages, and he was like, hey, like, someone's asking if there's any, like, powerlifting people that work out, like, um, at Michigan. And he's like, you should really reach out to her. So I was like, all right, yeah, cool. I was like, I haven't had a powerlifting friend like at all at at this school so I was like this is perfect I was like I miss my community from high school I was like this is great so I messaged her and like we talked like a little bit but like I don't know it's not like very enthusiastic like she's kind of just giving me like um like yeah like I don't know kind of like just nice answers not really like actually like excited to like do anything so you know I kind of just I didn't really make any, like, moves. And I did, like, offer a few times. I was like, oh, we can go to the gym together. Oh, we can do this together. But uh, we just never really, like, fully Make me planned. sound like a horrible person. She's not a horrible person. <laughs> I might have thought, no. Freshman year, uh, I was going through it. So, we'll, I'll yeah. get to my point, but you yeah. go ahead. It was just rough times for both of us. So, don't judge any of us on this first interaction. Anyway, <laughs> I then I saw her at the gym. I, and I went up to her and I was like, oh, hey, like, I messaged you on Facebook, like... Um, something about this, and all I remember from, like, that interaction was that <laughs> she was just telling me, she was like, oh, you should really get a coach, or, like, something like that, and she's like, I really recommend them, and I was like, yeah, maybe, but I'm injured right now, so not lifting as much, and I was like, hey, maybe, like, we'll, we'll get together in the gym, and, you know, after that, I just kind of, like, I didn't really lift anymore, so I didn't really see her, and it was just kind of an awkward interaction all around, I would say, so... Yeah. Yeah. Should I, like, do my part of that? Yeah, then we'll, then we'll do, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, like Savannah said, I was the one that posted the, you know, power lifters in the UMish group chat and asked about it. And I, while I asked about it, little did I know that I was not in the place <laughs> to, uh, to, yeah, it was a very rough time freshman year. I'm not going to lie. Um, there was a lot going on. Um, but totally on me in terms of, I was not too open to friendships apparently. And, um, at the time I definitely was like, oh, it's cool. But, or like, it was cool that she reached out to me, but I also was just, like I said, not, uh, very social at this point, and that's also part of what made freshman year hard. And um, so, yeah, I basically ghosted Savannah. Hardcore. You're lucky you didn't scar me for making friendships. Like that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was going through it too. It's okay. <laughs> I just remembered you saying you had a back injury, but that was about it. Yeah, yeah, I did tell you about the back injury because um, it just like happened. Yeah, I think at that point by the time I so I was like kind of like. And I got super busy right at that point, so it was kind of like, it was kind of. And then good. we never talked it for like a year and a half. Yeah, it was a year and a half later. Um, 
which is a funny part of the story. I went, I was just starting to get back into lifting. Um, I think this was after, this was right after COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started up with the Chloe Ting workouts and I wanted to get back into strength training because I, as much as I liked the Chloe Ting workouts, they just didn't hit the same as um, strength training used to. So I go to Crunch because my friend recommends it up and down. She's like, love Crunch, go to Crunch. And I somehow get one of those free personal training, like, things. I don't know if they give that to everybody, but, yeah, they do. With the look on Juliana's face, they give it to everybody. Anyway. I, <laughs> I, I did not say that. She did not say that. <laughs> anyway, I, I got one of those, and I was with um, one of my now friends, too. I didn't know her at the time, but she takes me through a workout. Like, she talks a little bit about my backstory, and then because she is so good at sales, she kind of conned me (laughs) not really I love you (laughs) to Kim but um I ended up like being like yeah I'll sign up for these personal training sessions um at crunch and she was like she's like oh perfect we have like some powerlifting coaches and she's like one of them is Juliana and I was like (gasps) I was like that girl hates me I was like but I didn't know how to like approach that so I was just like okay like that's fine but I was like a little nervous. I was like, I was like, I, I was like, she doesn't like me. I was like, I don't know if I like her because she hardcore Oops. ghosted me. Um, but um, I thought it was funny, so I go home and I message her on Facebook, and and then she becomes my coach. And I then made it my life's mission <laughs> to become her friend because she was so hard to crack. We did training sessions. Um, twice once a week once a week once a week once a week and I would like try so hard to just like (laughs) get her to talk about anything or like laugh a little with me and she was very professional um but I obviously here we are I did eventually get her to crack that's true and like I always say like I try to keep certain boundaries with certain clients or just like clients in general um to protect like my uh what's just like my mental space in terms of like friends and um clients and different things like that and uh savannah is definitely the one that is the exception in every capacity (laughs) i crossed a few boundaries (laughs) especially now that we're gonna be living together (laughs) yeah um boy if you would have told us a few years ago yeah, uh, that would have been crazy. Honestly, I've never heard your perspective from all of this, though. Like, oh, from I've, this point? Yeah, from this point. I remember getting the message. I remember getting the, um, because I actually, you messaged me first before Kim told me that oh, yeah. she, or, like, uh, the PT manager, um, told me that, like, I'd gotten the client, and, um, so I was like, no way. And I remember showing Christian, my significant other, um, that, like, look at this. Like, this was the girl that I definitely hardcore ghosted freshman year. And, like, I knew it, too. I knew what I did. I had matured in that time. Um, I knew we that doing, was We were me. doing better. Yeah, I was in a much better place. But being a new personal trainer, being young in the field, and... Um, you know, I think an ambition of mine was always, like, I gotta be professional, I have to, which, you know, made sense, but also, um, you know, sometimes that made me hard to crack, like Savannah said. Although I didn't know during this time that she was, like, trying to crack me, I guess. It was. Um, but then, really how we started becoming friends was actually through the, like, 
powerlifting club, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was for the powerlifting club. Yeah, so Umish, right in the summer of twenty twenty two. Yeah. No. No, twenty twenty one. Yeah. The summers run together sometimes. Um, summer of twenty one, started a powerlifting club, and I like started um helping out a little bit with that. Obviously, Savannah and I were working together at that time, and you know I told her about it. She joined, and then we um, met another one, or rather, I met another one of her friends, and we all started going to the gym together, uh, this powerlifting gym, which is now our home gym, um, and that, I, I think that's what really cracked everything. Yeah, so I will say shout out to Shanley for yeah. really bringing us together, because True. she uh, she always wanted rides to <laughs> F3 Fitness, and yeah. I always wanted a gym partner. So I took her, and then she started inviting Juliana, so the three of us, which we dubbed ourselves the Kilo Queens yes. back in the day, we would always ride together to the gym and have fun little gym workouts, and I think that brought us closer together, um, and now we're up to the point where we are going to be roommates here in a couple months, yeah. so um, we've, we've made long strides. We also do a lot of things together, like she's my coach, um, mm-hmm. we're friends. You we're helped her. me with a lot of business stuff yeah i'll i'll help out with like handling or some um blog posts she came to my brother's graduation party i did i came i, I <laughs> went to her brother's, which was a fun time i've actually been she's to part the, of the family Come you on. know at this point we're practically related practically <laughs> practically um some people would say we look alike Sometimes you know we, we have gotten that yeah quite a bit and like i see it but i don't you know what i mean like yeah i don't either i think it's just depending on our hair yeah. Sometimes I do... When I was blonde, we got yeah, it more. Yeah, because sometimes, like, I don't know if I'm copying her or she's copying me, but sometimes we will end up with a similar hairstyle. And um, and that's when people would be like, are you two sisters? And we're like, no. <laughs> oh, and then we started getting tattoos together. Not really, but kind of. Yeah. Um, that's like a whole side thing, but uh, after... States? Wasn't States? Yeah, it was after States, which was all of our first, well, it was Juliana's second meet back, but it was her first meet coaching Mm -hmm. um, and competing. It was my first meet back for my two-year hiatus, and then it was, um, I forget what Shanley, Shanley, was it her first meet back? It was something It was something big meet for her. Um, But all three of us just wanted to get something to commemorate that. Yes. So, we all got little tattoos on our hands. Yeah. Not matching, really. Yeah. No, we're not, we're not. Yeah, we, we they were individualized. Yeah, we, but we went together. Thing. Yeah, we went together. So it was the experience. And then my tattoo artist that I started using, or like going to, uh, Savannah also scheduled with and got I a did. really cool leg piece. Yeah, I did. And she got a really cool uh, forearm piece. It's like a anatomy skeleton with flowers. I love it. It just makes so much sense. It really, Both it of ours really makes so much sense. Yeah, it really, it really adds to our... Um, personalities which i mean yeah. you can go i mean mine you can see on my instagram on some mine. of my squat videos um it's like athena with um which in a frame in a frame with like a bunch of vines because i'm i'm very viney i have i like a lot of vines on me yeah like vintage vibes yeah vintage viney which was gonna be our living room aspect in our apartment was gonna be i thought it still it is, is sorry that's what it's gonna be <laughs> that's what it's gonna be sneak peek <laughs> Um, anyways, with that little side, uh, tangent about tattoos, which I'm sure, that's another thing. This is why we named this Powerful Perspectives. We wanted this podcast to be kind of, like, flexible. So we'll talk about powerlifting sometimes, but, like, we also both like tattoos. 
Um, traveling? Traveling. Uh, she likes to read fiction. I like to read nonfiction. So you get yeah. some variety there. Yeah, you'll get a little bit of uh, mixed Speaking of which, I have your book. I'll give it to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but we also said that we were going to talk a little bit about histories. And you kind of got into yours yeah. um, a little bit more. I don't know if you want to expand any more about it, considering, because your school didn't have a team. You no. got into it via, like, friends and family. Right? Yeah, I did. So, I, yeah, I can expand. So, I started, I want to say around 2015, 2016, um, I was, I just had a really bad body image, and mine was kind of opposite of yours, where I wanted to be smaller. Like, I felt like I was very big because I am tall I feel like ish for a girl 5'8 depending on how you're looking at it and I just felt like I yeah I took I took a I don't know I felt like I took up a lot of space and so I wanted to make that smaller which sounds bad now and I've changed that perspective now but that's how it started and so I would run on a treadmill in my grandma's basement and it was winter in Michigan and treadmill broke and I did not know what to do about that and I was kind of sad about it and my uncle who I believe was back from college at the time was like hey you can come to our high school um, gym with me which my high school was small it was K through 12 I graduated 38 kids this was a small gym Um, so we go and I was like on the treadmill for maybe 10 minutes and I was like kind of watching my uncle do his little lifts and I was like I want to try so I go and he takes me through some workouts and um and then I start going with him every time and we meet a good community of guys in that gym I was the only girl and I think I was the only one actually no there were still some people in high school still a lot of them a lot of the guys were coming back from college um I had a friend named Iron in that gym that was wow. he, he was pretty strong he was his name was fitting but okay. um Anyway, so flash forward to the next summer, all the guys in the gym started getting, like, knee sleeves and belts and getting into this thing called powerlifting, and and me and, like, my uncle were like, whoa, like, this is pretty cool. We, like, we should do it, too. Like, I remember so specifically being, going to pick him up from college and being like, hey, everyone's buying knee sleeves. Should we get some? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) So that summer, we started doing that. I have, we have another friend that ends up um, writing us a three-day leg program and um it which just involves squatting three days a week but then it's a lot of deadlifting too or maybe it was this was a deadlifting one I don't know either way I put on 90 pounds on my deadlift that summer it was very ugly deadlifting but it was deadlifting (laughs) and um I fall in love with it so then uh, flash forward to 2017 I compete in my first ever powerlifting meet which was just a little one run in a high school I was just by myself was that the birch run one? yeah it was birch run in Michigan which they have a powerlifting team yes so it was their powerlifting team and me <laughs> and so then I do that and it was totally independent like I found the meet by myself I figured it out by myself like I was my own little powerlifting entity was it a USAPL meet or it was a USAPL it was Barbellum oh okay yeah yeah it was USAPL Barbellum um so the, for those that don't know, um, USAPL Michigan is now ran by Gina Hensley who is an awesome competitor and just an awesome person um her background she's been in this for so many years and um she's also 
the owner of Cayoso, which is now um, what runs the meets in Michigan. It used to be Barbellum, yep. and um, now Gina has taken that over. Which ages us a bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was my first ever meet. I remember um, my squats. I don't think I hit depth, or I don't know, something happened. I think I missed my last deadlift, because um, I'm a hitcher, I, still to this day. Um, but flash forward um, to, well, that happens. I graduate from high school and I go to University of Michigan, which is where I am prepping for my first or my second ever meet during my first semester of college, which was um, a whole thing in itself. I made the decision to cut at that point, which I did very unhealthily, and it was like a really unhealthy water cut and I mean I lost the weight that I needed to lose but I, I will say it was not done prettily and I immediately gained it all back as soon as after the after the meet but um and I I think that's where no I think this is a this little dash is like we're looking at open powerlifting right now yeah I just but, pulled up Savannah's open powerlifting um so she did the teen meets two back-to-back years and then uh, Michigan State meet in 2021. Yeah, 2021. Um, so yeah, that was my the so then 2018. It was kind of after I fell in off in powerlifting. I was still kind of going to the gym, but um, mm-hmm. I just slowly started like phasing out of it. And then I hurt my back. Mm-hmm. Met Juliana. Um, quit powerlifting, which this that Juliana's not the reason I quit powerlifting. <laughs> it was just it was just a. Um, I didn't really, like, timeline. consciously quit, but I ended up just stopping. Um, and then I flash forward to uh, the whole story of how I met her, got back into it, um, met the Umich Powerlifting Club, which really, like, they're what encouraged me to compete. Like, mm-hmm. I remember Shanley especially was really on me to, like, she's, like, she was like, you really should compete at States with me, compete at Michigan States with me, compete at Michigan States with me. And there it's, it is, and you're open And there it is, I did it. I, I, I'm very prone to um, peer pressure, <laughs> which, the, again, this meet that I'm doing um, in September, I was peer pressured into by Not another by friend. Not by me, no. just so we're clear. It was by another friend, and, and she was like, you should do this meet, we'll get a fun Airbnb, it'll be great. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but that is yeah. true. So now here we are. I've since competed at Collegiate Nationals. Um, I've got some big goals of my own, but um, I've met, once I got back into it in 2021, uh, when Shanley and Juliana and me went to that gym, I found a really good home gym in that, and I've met a lot of good people out of that. I've met a lot of good people from our powerlifting club, Mm -hmm. and... Um, I found my own community again, and it's really nice, and I refound my why, and here we are. Yeah, and if you want to hear a little bit more about, like, finding a community and uh, discussion about uh, whys and why you're in powerlifting, listen to our previous podcast, but yeah, that's, like, a lot of people don't realize just how long, you know, either of us have yeah in In fact i've just talked to people at our gym that i think like twice in the last couple weeks i've been like yeah i've been doing this since 2015 and they're like wait really and i've known these people for like two years yeah like yeah my favorite thing is when someone's like oh um like 
I, I'm getting like an SBD belt or all this stuff. And I'm like thinking back in my day, <laughs> everybody got inzers. I have an inzer. You have an inzer. I have an inzer. Like we were back in, in the day. No, literally. We were in the day of the age of the inzer and the Mark Bell knee sleeves. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> that that's a gr- another segue into my history. Yes, is, which this is a good one, too. Um. Okay, so... You know, because, I'm going to be honest, because I've done quite a few different meets, I don't remember all of them all the time, <laughs> but um, I've done, what is that, like 11? I think it's 11. I 11. thought, I think it's 11. It might be 11. 11. Um, but anyways, um, my history started in 2015. I was recovering from an eating disorder, which occurred during the summer before my eighth grade year. And I got the approval to go back into the gym, and I just kind of started lifting again in general. But I kind of stumbled upon powerlifting via social media. Um, There was a lifter who also competed in figure at the time. Uh, Her name was was, uh, Catherine Van Brandy, and she's no longer, I believe, in the sport. I know she is married with uh, kids, potentially or kid, potentially kids now. Um, but at that time she was actually my first ever coach and I stumbled upon her and I was like, wow, that's really cool. She's doing both figure because for a while I wanted to do that. Um, both figure and powerlifting. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, (laughs) I, I did want to compete in, uh, bodybuilding slash figure one day. And so anyways, she got me on a program once I like asked, uh, you know, she started coaching me and all this stuff. And I was the only one in my school at this point, like, I'm gonna be honest, nobody knew that I was doing powerlifting. Um, it was kind of like, I was a little bit ashamed of it. I think I just because it was so different than anything I was seeing, I was growing up around people that, you know, like were really good at soccer or real, uh, you know, in high school, because this was during, like, entering into freshman year, we're starting playing lacrosse or different things like that. And I never really was a sports person. My family does not watch sports. That's, like, a fun fact about my family is, like, how I got into kinesiology is kind of, like, an awe for everybody because my family does not watch sports. Um, They're not really into any. And I swam from, like, 6 to 12 during the summers, but that was about it. I all that was like pretty much my history of like athletics and which me too. So yeah. So I uh, upon getting into it, my coach was like, "Hey, like there's this meet in Chicago, and it's a beginner seminar. It was through APF. It was like a um, the first and only APF meet I ever did, but." Um, <sighs> I remember getting there, and to this day, my mom still describes this as a mechanic shop. It literally looked like a mechanic shop. You were using, like, the monolift, and, um, which now every time we walk into the gym, I see a monolift, but it was just, like, how this gym was set up, and it was just my mom and a friend of mine and I that went, and, you know, that first meet, like, I literally did not know what I was doing. I totally was walked through it by the people there. Um, my coach definitely helped me virtually, but you know, it was mostly just getting exposure 
and I remember I didn't have a belt at that time um, and everybody was like you don't have a belt and they're like you can use mine or whatever and uh, so my deadlift was the first time I had used a belt was like during my last deadlift like using somebody else's and all of these things um, and probably like the biggest thing to come from that meet was just my realization of how cool this was it was such a oh, niche yeah. community um, I saw the impact of the people. I saw the variety of the people. And the reason I say the impact is because, which kind of ties into our tattoos, ironically. <laughs> um, at my first meet, I was going to miss my last deadlift. But because I was like really just looking at the floor and didn't have any intention with my body angle, I guess. So I was starting to kind of like lean forward. And someone told me, keep your head up, keep your head up. And, you know, whether or not that's good, like, deadlifting advice to this day, in that moment, it worked. And yeah. I was able to finish that lift. And now I have Keep Your Head Up written in my, with my mom's handwriting on my wow. forearm. Um, so that's a fun little tidbit there. I'm learning so many fun facts about you. I know. Yeah. There's, there's, some, there's so many Which, things. A little segue, like, just to, um, with that in mind, like, that's a good way to get into powerlifting. If you're looking to get into powerlifting, yeah. go to a meet. Feel the energy, whether you're competing or not. Like, I've never met somebody that has gone to a meet and been like, I genuinely do not like this. Like, yeah. they could be faking it to me, but... <laughs> I'll be, yeah... Most people are like, oh, wow, that is really cool. I'll be honest, nine times, out of ten, nine times out of ten, if someone who doesn't powerlift goes to a powerlifting meet, they'll leave saying they want to powerlift. Yeah, that that's very true. Even even my, like, parents were like, oh, this is really cool, like, yeah. after doing it. Um, but anyway, so that was in, like, like, March. And then that same year, I did three more meets. I did a meet in Ohio uh, during... All at USAPL at this time, um, moving forward. I didn't meet in Ohio, and then I did a meet in Michigan, the state championships, and that was in November. And then I did another meet a month later in December, and and that was in Colorado. Which there's stories with that. Um, I did the Colorado meet because I was going for a um record and I didn't actually end up getting that record <laughs> there was kind of a lot in that whole uh timeline there but powerlifting trauma is real yeah uh <laughs> one fun story from my Colorado meet visit which I think you know this one um I think I did too. was the morning of so it was myself my parents and a friend of mine at the time and she um, the morning of, I go downstairs and put my, um, gym bag and everything into the rental car, yeah. and I lock the keys into the rental. And needless to say, the back window became broken. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that That's happened crazy. either. But that is how I got to my meet that day, after hysterically crying, and we and there was never I think insurance was purchased on the vehicle, but there was never any follow up with that. So all worked yeah. out. But if anybody asks, cause I don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> but I got to my meet, and um, you know for traveling and everything, I think it went all right. I did not do as well as I did a month previously, but you know things happen. Um, to be fair, you were competing like three or four times back to back. I did get a record though, because 68, you can't load 68 without it being a record. 
that's so valid. So, I'm looking at the open powerlifting right now. I don't know. I'd have to go look at that. But, anyways, so then, I'm burnt out. I end up, I'm with a different coach at this point, another online coach who is local to Michigan, but, um, I... Or wait, no, at this point I still hadn't switched, but I was thinking about it. Not because my coach wasn't great, it was just like circumstantial um, in terms of kind of like looking for elsewhere. And then I competed at, you know, in 2017. At that point I had aged into the next division, team two, and I'll kind of preface this, which at this point is kind of where my introduction to having to cut for meets came into play um the colorado meet as well as like spring barbellum and kind of moving forward i had to cut into all of my meets until the until the meet that i did in 2021 so as a 16 17 year old um who has eating disorder history i cut into all of my meets for except for one because i was like I think I still tried to cut into that. I was just like, this is too ambitious. So I ended up competing in 84. Yeah, which is the whole conversation in itself because I was also a teenager cutting mm-hmm. into a weight class that I didn't need to be cutting into who yeah. has a history of eating disorder. Like, it's just not... Yeah, that also can be a whole nother topic. It really can be. But um, at the time, I thought that's what made sense. And so I had a lot of weight fluctuations at this point and a lot of cutting. So there was some trauma kind of occurring from that. Um, And so kind of had some long-term battles on that one. But that was the meet that I actually ended up, um, I ended up deciding that I was going to do Raw Nationals that year. So my first Raw Nationals was in 2017. And I did two Raw Nationals, 2017 and 2018. Um, 2023 will be it's my just, next yeah, one. I was about to say, next one's coming up soon. Yeah, so that'll be good. And this, like, Raw Nats is an experience in itself. And honestly, I love Raw Nats. Um, the experiences that I've had at those meets have been among some of the best. But also, there have been some trauma kind of coming out of that. Um, but the fun fact with that meet is it was 2017. Um... And that, like Savannah said, with the Mark Bell knee sleeves, at that point there were, um, this is kind of a side story, but 2017 Raw Nats, at that point there were um, two styles of Mark Bell knee sleeves. One of them were approved and one of them were not for competition. So I had the approved ones because this is what was like financially um, the best option for me at the time. And I had that the approved ones and went through the um like equipment check and had no issues with them and I was like okay cool then I go out and do my first squat and after my first squat the head judge comes runs back and is like you can't wear those you got to take them off that would literally kill me I (laughs) (laughs) as a 17 year old first comp or no 16 first like national competition I was distraught. I already was a nervous lifter. I've gotten a little bit better, but we still have a little bit of it. And I was distraught. I took them off. I was frantic. And then we tried to have me use my friend's SBDs. And let's just say I got them like halfway over my knee for my second squat. 
and then tried to fix them for my third and they would just was not happening my I have a photo I'd have to go back and find it but of my knuckles just oh being gosh. raw trying to get those sleeves up Could you because feel your legs Honestly, I think I was just so hysterical. I, I was like feeling, I couldn't even focus on that. But my, I remember like everybody felt so bad because you can't help anybody get their equipment on um, for raw. And I, uh, my, my knuckles were just not the, the raw, raw knuckles are real. I remember the first time I put on these sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> and then my third squad, I went out, had no knee sleeves on and failed it so that was lots of fun um and you can see that on my open powerlifting but after that it was just like um recovering from it um so that was like my first raw nats experience but i ended up still taking first place in my category and got the sub junior invite to worlds um so I casual sub invite to worlds <laughs> <laughs> I got I ended up attending worlds in 2018 in Calgary Canada um which also kind of attributes itself to another tattoo which is kind of funny um but yeah and the trauma that kind of occurred from that one granted this is all good experiences in the long run because it's informed me but it does explain some of my uh meat anxiety that occurs yeah. sometimes um and this is totally on me i'm not saying anything about um coaching or judging or anything at this point but for my uh world's experience my first for depth and here i was coming like flying across the country into a different country for the first time i had to get a passport for this i um you know, had all of these things happen. My coach could not be there because of some, like, um, just logistical stuff. And there was just a lot going on. I remember, like, weighing in and, like, finding out, like, the projections and feeling overwhelmed from those and just all of these things happening. I definitely was pretty close to a panic attack um, <laughs> that day because here it was, like, I... I financially couldn't afford to send myself to Worlds, so I had a lot of um, support from people around me, which was extremely um, appreciated and kind from everybody, but um, to be there about to bomb out from something that people put their literal money into, a lot of stress. it was a lot. So anyways, um, I went out and saved by two white lights and to this day two white lights is a good lift so um i'm so grateful for that i was so petrified of um bombing out i really appreciate to this day um um what is oh brad Cooliard for his support at that time that was my first introduction to him was um him being my coach basically f the usapl like assigned meat coach and I'm very grateful for that as well as ironically this was the first time I met Arian Kaminsky um that is so close to my last name yeah I think that's how you say it Kaminsky Kaminsky yeah Arian Kaminsky I think is how you say it sorry if I butchered that um but who is a TSG coach 
and uh, it, was, it was very full circle. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many full circle things in my story. But anyways, so that, after that, I had a lot of um, pent up anxiety around lifting and competing, but I wanted to compete again at Raw Nats and I wanted to bring my best self at that meet. So I did. I, um, I ended up seeing a sports psychologist and who was very influential in my life and he helped me like bring my best into the next world or next raw nationals competition that I did. And I actually ended up opening higher than the squat that I missed at uh, IPF. That's so beautiful. that's what we love in powerlifting. Yeah, there was there was some personal wins that day. Um, and that was kind of like the moment my hiatus occurred, uh, was after that meet and not because of, uh, like the meet going poorly or anything. The meet went well. Um, it actually was my best meet to date. I went eight for nine PRs, um, across the board, except for bench, may bench rest in peace at all points. Um, and so anyways, <laughs> just I, what yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, that was kind of before I entered college and entered college, got into powerlifting again via like competing again via the powerlifting club and kind of concurrently when it was starting. So I was going getting back into competing the summer that it was starting, but I got a new coach around this time who is my current coach, Jason Tremblay, um, of the strength guys who I now coach for, um, hence the full circle, full circles in a lot of ways, because yeah. there's also like OSU stuff in there, but that's a whole, I just feel like I could keep talking forever. <laughs> I have long stories, but, um, yeah, I competed there and then competed at States, which also was my first meet that I got to coach at, which was Savannah, Ooh. my first client I got to coach. That was a good meet for you, too. I'm, like, looking at this. Yeah. Nine for nine, right? Nine for nine. Yeah, that was my first nine for nine. That was the goal. It's because I was Wait, there. no, it wasn't. I had another nine for nine. Oh, it was this one. It was, like, my first nine for nine since getting back into it. <laughs> so, anyway, anyways. um, And then a year later, I did this meet in Illinois, which was oh. a very long meet. And 12 hours. When we're talking long, we're talking long. <sighs> yeah, it was like 12 hours. Um, there. This was like during one of the peak, um, peak stress times of my life. And so that also contributed a little bit. But we still came in and got some bench ties in PR. I don't know. <laughs> It was more yeah. about finishing that meet. That's really what it was about. She did, she did good. She pushed through the day. Um, the gym we were at um, was old school. Like, so I'm talking they had whiteboards instead of actual, like, electronic TVs showing, mm -hmm. like, the lifting totals. They had a projector. Yeah. They had, I don't even know what to call the thing with the, they had, like, a huge timer that, yeah. like, had the attempts and stuff. And the lights were, like, actual lights yeah. or like it, how you get like two reds or two whites oh yeah or whatever actual. they were actual like red and white lights versus like 
showing up on a screen. Yeah, like the little dots that you see on the yeah. screen. And then the gym was literally converted from an old parking garage. So just like that was the environment yeah. she was in. Between <laughs> but between states and that meet, so between states and the Windy City Open, I was gonna do collegiate nats. Oh, but yeah. I ended up withdrawing from that because that was also another high stress, high um how do I say? Low mental capacity um, high stress. I also, like, as a side note, concurrently, I, uh, deal with depression and anxiety on a pretty regular basis, but a rot, but, um, at that point I was going through a very high stress period of my life and both of those just kind of skyrocketed and I knew that adding a meat prep on top of it was not going to be ideal for me. Um, and so I did not end up competing there. Did end up coaching there, which we'll yes. kind of get back to. But um, so this meet, the Windy City Open, was after withdrawing from that other meet. Um, so it it was it, yeah. It was, it was just, an interesting scenario. And now here we are gonna that meet actually allowed me to qualify for um, junior nationals. So I'll be doing that. But. Um, that's about the benefit of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was kind of just one of those meets to get back into it after like yeah. a year hiatus almost. Not really. Hiatus from competing. She was still very much training. Yeah. It was just school stress stuff. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So she, which Collegiate National, I'll run back this story because Collegiate Nationals of 2022 was my first ever national meet and it was a mess in itself because I... It was in Chicago. We live in Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. We live in like Ann Arbor, Michigan, for all those who do not know that. And I, we had to travel, drive four hours to um, Chicago for this. And the morning of, um, Juliana had an exam yeah. at, what is it, 9 a.m.? 8 a.m.? I don't remember. 8.30. I had an 8:30. exam at 8.30. And this class, like, I, let's just say this professor, I did not trust her to move that or like allow me to take it late um for those maybe in my program or um who are not 320 really got the best of me there um but if you don't get that reference that's okay um but yeah i had an exam that morning so i had gone to chicago with uh, our friend shanley the day the day before i think and we were already in chicago we were like at the venue we had watched and I went to go go to check in the next morning, and I don't really know who's going to warm me up for squats, because Juliana is still taking her exam four hours away. I This is my first ever national meet, so I had no idea how things were going to work. I was just kind of like, I was just kind of really like lost in it, and so we go to ask, me and Shanley go to ask if, she, if Shanley can go and help me warm up for squats while, until my next coach um, comes in, but USAPL has a rule that for raw competitors, you can only have one coach in the warm-up room with you. Um, so they said no. At which point, I start freaking out. I was I was near tears at this point, but I was kind of holding it together. I was calling Juliana. She at that point was in her car yeah, I was driving. driving. Um, and I was like, they're not going to let a coach back with me. I'm going to have to warm up by myself. I was like freaking out. Shanley was like next to me and she was like, she was like, are you going to, are you crying? Are you crying? And I, if you know me, 
saying that kind of makes me like lose it. So <laughs> I just like start crying. And Juliana <laughs> is over there getting mad because she thinks someone's yelling at me. But doubt that it was Shanley just be- saying that or saying something. But I thought someone was yelling at Savannah. So I was like, ain't nobody yelling at my lifter. Like I was upset. I was like, Mama, Mama Bear. Bear was coming out kind of thing. And uh, I guess that's where I get Coach Mom. Yeah. Like, that term coined a little bit yeah. but one more was coming out and uh so when i was getting there i was like i'm ready i'm ready to <laughs> but anyways uh yeah it, it ended up working out. it ended up working out i did i will say i was having like a mini panic attack because i too deal with like anxiety issues but um i was crying and panicking all the way up until um weighing in and i remember the lady being like are you okay and i was like and i was like yeah (laughs) well I was like sobbing and she's like she's like okay and then but it all worked out for the best Shanley ended up asking like a personal friend of ours and another coach um Pappin to help me warm up in the squats he was phenomenal he helped me out um and uh got me all warmed up and Juliana made it right in time for the first attempt I'm telling you she drove Four hours to Chicago and made it right in time as I was walking out onto the platform. Let me just say, I was so pleasantly surprised by the lack of Chicago traffic that day because that's what I was worried about. That's fate, baby. Yeah, I got so lucky. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I just, everything, all of the cards aligned and, uh... Soon as I got out of that exam, I remember like passing people like I gotta go, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like I don't even care about this anymore. Oh, like God. I gotta go. Um, so yeah, I literally booked it to Chicago. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. When she, by the time she got there, everything was like running smooth. I pretty much got done all my emotions throughout the day before even squatting. So and then you went three that, for three on your squats. I went three for three on my squats, um, which was really exciting. Bench, I think I also went yeah. three for three. three I for did three. get a little hitchy with the deadlifts, which I was prone to do. But um, honestly, I was very pleased with the outcome of the first national yeah. meet. It was fun. It was a good experience. Um, but I, I will always forever remember the trauma of waiting for Juliana to get there. I just <laughs> realized that's the meet that you broke 300 dots at. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. <laughs> that is hey, the more you know. 300 dots at. Yeah, the more you know. But Although, September 2023, next meet, it's going to be a good one. Yes. You're, I already see these numbers, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it'll be a good one. <laughs> so, yep, those are, uh, I don't, I, I feel like that about wraps up. Yeah, that about our encompasses, which... I feel like it's a good thing for you guys to know a little bit about our backstories, because we have been in this a little bit, and you'll probably hear more in detail. There's so many other, like, random stories. I'm prone to injury right before meat. Yeah. Um, not, Not because of actual lifting injury, but because of me, like, doing something stupid. Um, so I won't get into all of those, but that is like a fun story mm. in itself. Although the recent meets, I haven't done that. Knock on wood. Um, um next one's nationals. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, thank you for tuning in and learning a little bit more about us, our experiences, and how dang long we've been in powerlifting for our age. Yeah. Um, but if you're interested in, you know listening more to us kind of ramble about our histories as well as like other topics we'll be putting stuff together and 
highly recommend you subscribe to us. Yeah, subscribe. Keep keep updated. Um, follow along on our Instagrams. Yes. Um, mine's Juliana King underscore. And mine's Savvy underscore Lifts. So, so. otherwise, um, I think that about wraps us up. And that's amazing. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Bye!